Ready, Fancy? Yep. You're not ready. You don't look ready. I'm, I'm just in shock about this stuff. This is crazy. Okay, here we go. We've got some hey, fresh I'm Luis. And this is Fancy. Welcome to the Content is Profit Podcast. In here, you're going to learn the strategies and techniques. I forgot the intro. I didn't pull it up. Wow. <laughs> you, you went to like episode 105. I, I was like, when I started saying that, I was like, this is not the intro. This is not it. Wow. Right. You went to the OG. Okay, here we go. Take two. There we go. Go. We've got hey, I'm Luis. And this is Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. And here you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Let's, Let's go. Go. Fancy, I just watched. Make like, some money. <laughs> I just watched like a six minute video and it it's all about personal branding and how people are doing it completely wrong. And one of the things is just be you, be awkwardly you. So Fonzie's awkwardly him is, you know, not being ready is, you know, messing up the intro, going back to the OG yeah. intro. Uh, you know, what else? Yeah. Not paying attention to what I'm saying because he's doing last minute research. That is true. That is true. <laughs> last minute research is the best type of research. Let me tell you. No, but with that, I mean, I did throw him a little bit under the bus with the topic today. I thought it was something really cool. And uh, it is a may cool topic. maybe it's a mix between the what's your take with, uh, you know, I mean, something it, else, some it, lessons. It's a really cool topic. I just wanted to have some kind of like facts, that, you know, like proven facts so people can have a better image in their head of the mm. context. And then we can share the lesson with them as well. That's right. So, so what, what are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know you're going to throw it at me. Well, I'm throwing it back to you because it's, it's your topic. To me. Okay. So I'm actually going to read the caption because th th this was really good. I like this. So most marketers are faced with the same challenge when promoting their brands. How do you find the traffic? How do you generate demand for your products and services? This famous TV personality and entrepreneur has mastered this by leveraging OPA. 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 Other people, audiences. In this conversation, we'll share his recent move to promote his latest purchase. Hmm. I like that. So, uh, that uh, I like the title too. I, I what is what is the headline? You ethically like ethically tap into one million views. Let's go. Ooh, like this. Famous I actually said just e did. ethically ethically steal one million views, but you know, Fonzi was like, yeah. no. I mean, because tapping <laughs> no. is tapping itself is not like a bad thing to do. So. <laughs> Can you tap ethically? Yeah. You know? let, let us know in social media. What, <laughs> what, what do you like? Wow. Anyways, if you're enjoying the show, guys, make sure that you ring that bell on your favorite podcasting platform and follow the show for all the episodes that are about to come and drop and all the old ones too. Yeah. So give us a little context. What is this purchase that happened? When did it happen? And why was it a big deal? Well, we, I think we need to announce first who the person is, right? No? When yeah. you said the purchase, we'll eventually land in the so, person. Uh, so this purchase was, uh, this person actually bought an entire soccer club in Wales. The second oldest soccer club in the world. Something uh, like that. The oldest international stadium in the world. And him with another Hollywood actor ended up buying this team. And they did a whole documentary that's on, on Hulu right now. It's been awesome. And the marketing moves that they've been making has been amazing. Uh, they actually just confirmed, by the way, this is a non-professional, they're playing a non-professional soccer league uh, in, uh, in in Britain, 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 yeah. England. Which is crazy. It's Which like crazy. fifth division, yeah, for something those, like that. that. For those that know soccer or football, uh, you know, it's crazy. And for those that don't know, uh, it's even crazier. But anyways, uh, they actually just confirmed they're going to play Manchester United in July here in the States. 
Wow, that's pretty cool. That's insane. That's saying like uh, that. That's like saying your flag football team uh, will play <laughs> uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for preseason. <laughs> you pick the. Uh, I don't know anything about NFL, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's a, a pretty big. It's a deal. crazy thing, but anyway. So obviously, this person is Ryan Reynolds, uh, and uh, he's been making some good marketing moves lately. We've talked about him on the show in the past, but. Um, what triggered this episode today was obviously we're always on YouTube, you know, finding content of just, we love consuming content in different ways and different things. And there's this professional soccer player, uh, who was a goalkeeper that while he was being a professional soccer player, started vlogging his like daily experiences. He started vlogging game days. He loves to cycle. So he started, you know, vlogging around that. And then he decided to start a podcast while he still was a professional soccer player. And he has this group of like three people that he does. They rent an office and they do their thing. And we've been, I personally been following him for quite a while. And he retired last season, right? And then he fully dove into the content game with his podcast called the Foss the Foss Cast, right? I think he's on Spotify. He shut out. So, um, and then what happened was he came out with a video with this crazy announcement that he was coming out of retirement <laughs> to go play from for Wrexham FC, which is a non-professional soccer team, like fifth division below what he was playing before. And I was like, whoa, this is a major move. And it's not for a long time. It's for about six weeks, right? The season is about to end. And uh, the team is in a position to actually go up a category and become a, a legit professional team. and A division. A, a division, right? Go up a division. Go up a division and be uh, a legally legal professional team, I guess. Uh, and uh, he just signed that very short deal. So obviously... When I saw the news, everything is labeled as like on the, in the sporting side of things. But then he published another video where he was his experience vlogging for that first game that he actually played in the team. And it was about a 10 minute video, just him with his GoPro. And he's like one of those styles of content that he does. And uh, this video in about two days got about a million views. It's one of his most watched vlogs ever. And uh, yeah. at the end of the video, there's a little surprise. <laughs> uh, so go watch it if you go find him. Well, uh, we'll put the link in the comments. But here's the interesting thing, right? I mean, Ben Foster has been he. Ben is a goalkeeper. Yeah, Ben is a goalkeeper. Yeah. So he is pretty famous because he does match day vlogs, which is pretty weird for athletes because he actually and talk about creating your unique type of content, right? He actually you know, brings the camera and he sets it up in the goal. And sometimes he turns around and make like comments to the camera. And you're like, this is insane. He's in a national professional game. He shows you the behind the scenes in the stadium. It's like an insider's look. And it's really, really cool. Well, turns out, I'm not sure if you said this, but he actually started playing for Wrexham when he was, you know, like... In 2005. Yeah, in he 2005. Play. He played yeah. for that one club. And... Now that he already has an audience, he retired from playing professional in the Premier League. Ryan Reynolds was like, hey, why don't we do this thing, right? Sure, I think there is a lot of interest in the fact that he played in the Premier League at the highest level of football, soccer, you know, possible. And he can obviously increase the level of the team overall. But at the same time, I think the marketer mind of Ryan Reynolds was, this guy has an audience because... He doesn't only has the podcast, he has a YouTube channel. Like, this guy is all over media. Yeah. And guess what? He's also another personality that is going to be invited into other people's podcasts to talk about, guess what, his new contract with Wrexham. So I think it's a 
a master move. And before we talk about kind of like the core lesson in this, I just want to share a few numbers in here that I'm seeing. And these are numbers from a year ago. I couldn't find a, a newer article, but a year from Rexham kind of like takeover from Ryan Reynolds and what is the other guy's Rob name? Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney, right? These are some of the numbers. They increased their social media following by 192,000, right? Just in Twitter, they had 181.3 million impressions more. <laughs> That's just in the first year. So imagine an extra year, right? The impact has been massive. Also, t uh, season ticket sales, the final figure is of 5,800. That was 5,800, more than double that the previous year, which was 2,600. So they double um, season ticket sales. Again, massive. And in merchandise, they increased <laughs> their sales by, well, it says 259%, but I found an article written about nine months later, and it actually said they increased sales for about 600% percent on their merch right yeah. and because obviously now they tapped into a global market they're not selling just jerseys for their local town or you know adjacent cities whatever they are now selling to the whole world they're probably probably one of i, I think one of the stats in here said that around 20 percent of new social media followers were people from the states which is yeah impressive the market right? that they're distributing the exactly. content right so you know go back to you know how do we tie down tie this down to the business side of things or the phases that we've been talking about, right? Clearly, uh, you know, the purchase of the team, together with that came the documentary, which they plugged into this massive distribution channel, which is Hulu, right? They promoted the heck out of it, right? Obviously, Ryan has an audience, Rob has an audience, right? Hulu has another audience. So it's like all these audiences together to initial kickstart this, you know, marketing move around Rexon that now has been for two years. And now they're tapping into you know, platforms like the one that uh, Ben Foster has, right, with his vlogging. And I thought it was super interesting because, you know, they're giving him free reign to create around the experience of being with the team for the last six weeks of mm -hmm. the season, right? And obviously, you know, the, the happy ending will be them winning their, their league and moving up um, a category. And uh, it will just create a ton of more traction, attention. Uh, it's this wave effect that happens, right? And uh, I just think it's, it's super... Uh, a super smart move for both of them. And I was listening to an interview with, uh, with Foster, with Ben. And he's like, yeah, when we we're on the zoom call with the coach, uh, you know, the coach was telling him how there's like not premier league status, right? They're not going to go to the hotels or, you know, the pitches that they're playing is a little bit challenging. Right. And he's like, dude, I don't care because I'm sure Ben also knows the value of the other side of things with media side and what that's going to do for his career coming back out of retirement to do this brand. and personal brand yeah. coming out of this because there's obviously a lot of content to be made. Uh, he was very excited with the vlogging coming back. And uh, I think overall the experience is just going to be super unique for the new, the fans of Rexham, the fans of the, the brand, the fans of the team. And it's just going to create all that value, right? That's going to be translated into the money and more increase in the, in yeah. the metrics that Fonzie just I said. I mean, personally for Ben too, the relationship that he's going to get with Ryan Reynolds, the access to a whole bunch of people that he's going to get, you know, like I feel just with this deal, his, his net worth, you know, related to his network has yeah. increased massively. But again, going down to the core of what is the lesson here, and it is leveraging other people's audiences, right? Ryan saw an opportunity to tap into, again, this vlog has only two days published and it's already been seen by 1.1 million people, right? That is massive. That is not counting 
podcast shows that he has done, interviews. I see here that he went on Talk Sport, right? That one video alone has 320,000 views. Yeah. Five yeah. days posted five days ago. So there's plenty of videos with yeah. a whole bunch of views, a yeah. whole bunch of reach that the brand of Rexham yeah. and Ryan Reynolds are leveraging uh, through Ben Foster. Sorry, real quick. And I just want to, we often talk about the tiny timeline, right? And we said that at the very beginning, before, you know, newspapers existed, magazines, right? Print media, people had to go physically to the markets where people were actually living, right? Like, where is the traffic? You couldn't just stand out of your house and scream. Sure, maybe one or two people would hear you and would come and check out your products. But if you wanted to sell, you had to carry your merchandise and walk to the market and then start being loud and promote. And then people would start coming and buying your products. And that same concept hasn't changed in today's era, right? You know, news newspaper print media started coming out well guess what that's who held the traffic people were buying those and reading those so if you wanted to advertise you had to buy an advert inside of a magazine then you know fast forward t radio tv now social media same thing that's where the traffic is that's where people is and now even more specifically some creators hold a lot of that traffic. So go to those creators, other people's audiences, right? And think about it. How can I leverage this? That's why podcast guesting is very, very popular, right? Because obviously those people have put in the work to build an audience. And now you're coming in and tapping on a percentage of that is going to get interested inside of your message. So think about it. How can you leverage other people's audiences inside of your business to spread your, mes your message, right? Convert some people into fans or into your community. Think about it. Who out there has the same audience that I'm trying to serve or overlapping audiences that I can leverage and go build that relationship and eventually tap into that audience. Yeah. And if you're a company and you haven't started publishing yet, like on your own, that might seem like a big challenge, right? So maybe this is a, another route that you can go to be like, okay, like Fonzie said, who is that person that aligns with our values, our personality? Uh, the audience is very similar, right? And we can start doing your research on, on finding who that person is and then collaborate with them in a in a very organic way for them to to you know uh deliver a great product which is the content right just have the freedom uh to do that and then your message will be embedded in that and obviously mm -hmm. there's many ways to do that but the the keyword here i think is collaboration right in this specific case you know uh yeah. ben foster has the freedom to create however he wants to do the vlogs and and the structure that that he's been very successful for him while he plays right his profession right and then Rexham gets attached to not only, you know, that brand, but also new audience that likes the sport, right? And be like, okay, you know, out of the 1 million views, there's going to be a percentage of them that are going to transition into finding out more about Rexham, into buying merch, into following the accounts, right? Into yeah. all these action points of what happens. So if you do this consistently and repeatedly, that's why influencer marketing, that's why, you know, the micro creation, uh, th that's why a lot of people, you know, find a lot of companies go that route before yeah. they even start their own platform, right? So I, I understand, I, I hear a lot of this is like, well, you know, I'm maybe not the right person to start a podcast or to start YouTubing. Perfect. That's okay. You can still tap into publishing and other people audiences. Yeah. We're just saying that maybe if you control that process, it might be a little bit more beneficial yeah. to you, but still this can be 
very exciting to explore. Yeah, and media is very powerful too because it's a medium. The person that holds an audience attention, they're actually holding their trust as well. So when you are presenting yourself in, in front of that new audience and let's call it the host of that audience is actually the one introducing you, he is pretty much sharing that trust into their audience. So you don't have to build up that trust from scratch when you are leveraging other people's audiences. Yeah. It's kind of like a cheat code, right? You're starting, but people are saying to themselves, oh, if Luis over here <laughs> already believes in this guy and he is willing to invite him on his platform for him to share his message with us because he truly cares about, you know, the best results that we can have, then I trust this guy pretty much, right? So you're pretty much handing that trust super, super important. And that's what's happening here between Ben Foster and Ryan Reynolds, right? It goes both ways, which is a really cool thing. I just think it's super uh, exciting to see case studies like this, right? Uh, at, at the surface, you can see him as uh, these entertaining moves that, you know, happen randomly. I happen to think that this was very well planned. Obviously, it starts a line where Ben was retired. He came out of retirement for this. He creates content. He's a soccer player. He played in Wrexham. Like, all these things, right, that to me seem that is not just uh, a random thing that they did. I think they've been following him for quite a while. They probably have a, a mutual relationship. He's probably yeah. from around there. And uh, this is something that, that was in the works to be able to leverage for both parties uh, this end of attention, right? And again, there is six-week contract. That's not common in in soccer. No. And well, uh, he said he mentioned it there too. It's like, how much are they paying you? He's like, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's like, as Pretty long much. as you cover my food, as long as you cover, you know, my, my travel. And again, for him, yeah. he said the, he the, said too, like he made so much money playing in the Premier League. He doesn't really care about it. <laughs> yeah, not just that. Is like the 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 long tail benefit of you know what that means also for him and his brand. So yep. I think it's a super uh, story to highlight. And uh, again, there's some lessons there on. Uh, you know, how to pick the right uh, relationship to collaborate with. Like if you mm -hmm. do not have a platform, then this is a very good way for you to to find those influencers or creators or people that are doing something really awesome that align with the product or the audience that, that you need for your business. And, uh, and also how to leverage these marketing waves that are happening, right? Like look around you, there's different things that are happening, maybe not in your industry per se, but you can collaborate with somebody and then there's that overlap that can happen. So super exciting. Uh, I just thought I we will bring it to the show today. And uh, yeah, I think yeah. it was good. Fonzie, was fun. any any other thoughts, last thoughts? No, I still got like three more minutes to watch from the vlog. So let's go, <laughs> let's go. I got to watch it. Yeah, watch to the end. I'll make sure that we put that, that link right here below. But I think that's the episode. With that said, thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Biz Bros Co. That is Ryan. If today's episode, Ryan Reynolds and Ben Foster help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share it and, and don't forget to score a golazo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I had to bad joke alright uh, let's go bye, bye guys <laughs>